Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, back in World War II, the Allies needed to traverse huge areas of countryside. But there was something that always seemed to stand in their way, preventing them from progressing forward. Water. A lot of bridges were bombed out and destroyed, bringing the army to a grinding halt. They needed to find some way to cross over to the other side. To overcome this problem, they came up with a solution and created something known as the Bailey Bridge. This bridge was made of modular panels that were sent to the troops for them to quickly assemble on site. It was very strong and capable of carrying very heavy loads upon it, because of which it was really successful. This bridge helped them overcome great obstacles so that they could cross over and eventually reach their final destination. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Because of the sinfulness of man, we are separated from God. We cannot reach him as he is on one side of the river and we are on the other. It's the river of sin that divides us, which we cannot get around. Our Lord Jesus Christ is a solution. He is a bridge who is strong enough to carry the weight of our sins. He stretches out his arms from shore to shore to reconnect a sinful humanity with a merciful and loving God. We must put our full trust and faith in the bridge that God has provided to us, his precious son, Jesus, who can save us and safely get us to the other side. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent his Son, Jesus Christ, as a bridge that we must walk across in order to inherit eternal life someday. We must place our faith in him and come to him, trusting in him as our Savior, to bring us to God. Like a muddy river, our hearts are muddied by our own sins. God wants to cleanse our consciences but it begins with a humble admission of fault so that we can release that sin to be carried by Jesus. Confession is the very first step across that bridge of grace. Without confession, forgiveness can't take place with God or with others. 1 John 1 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How many times have you done something wrong at school, but you didn't want to come home and have to tell your parents about it? How many times have you broken something that belonged to your dad, but you decided not to say a word to him about it? Confess means to tell or make known something, such as something wrong or damaging to oneself. If you can't apologize, how can you find grace? If you can't admit sin, how can you be freed from it? If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Psalms 32.5 says, I acknowledged my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sins. Many people carry a heavy load of unconfessed sin deep within their hearts. Sin is what causes estrangement from God. God doesn't desire us to perish in our iniquities, but to forgive us. 2 Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 
Instead of hardening the heart and hiding sin, we must open our hearts to the door of Christ to find mercy. Hebrews 4, verse 7 and verse 16. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may, may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We need to confess faults, not only to God, but also to each other. James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. When we admit fault, we can be forgiven. But the heart must soften and open up to the truth. James 4, verse 8 through 10 says, Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. God wants us to come forward and receive forgiveness. He wants us to confess fault so he can blot out our iniquities. But we must believe in his son, Jesus, the one whom he has sent to redeem us. The apostle preached Christ for this very reason. Acts 26, 18, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them, which are sanctified by faith that is in me. God has provided us with a path back home, and it's found in his son. Ephesians 1 verse 7, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. And again, Colossians 1 verse 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Remember that the Bailey Bridge was a way for many soldiers to overcome an impassable earthly expanse, while Jesus is an eternal bridge that stretches into heaven itself. It is only through what he did for us at the cross that any of us could ever traverse the muddy river of sin. All you have to do is begin by taking some humble steps of faith towards Christ. God is waiting for us on the other side of the bridge. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms, or you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.